0: And now, live from the shadow of America's Mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me as always are my amazing co-hosts, Michael and Ethan. Michael, how are you doing today?
1: Dude, I'm happy to be here again. Love
0: um to have you. I'm alive. All right. Ethan, how you doing, bud? Good, idea. I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. Before we dive into today's show content, I just want to give a few housekeeping items, get them out of the way. Um, just want to remind everybody to check out the newly improved, newly redesigned rmrr.live website for all the latest information, updates about the show. There is a contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggestions, to be a guest or suggest a guest or anything else you feel necessary to share with us. You can do it through that contact form. If you need prayer, we would be more than happy to partner with you in prayer. And there's two ways to do that as well. You can hop onto the website, fill out the prayer request form, or you can email us at prayer at rmrr.live. While you're on the website, be sure to check out the Link Tree link, which links to all of our socials. Make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube and Rumble pages and follow us on Facebook for additional content and information as well. All right, now we got all that out of the way. Let's get right into the show. We have another amazing episode for you today. Today's episode is a special edition episode 102 titled Evangelism. But before we dive into the content, we want to give you a I don't know, like a, a an old school uh radio commercial uh for today's sponsor michael what do you got that's right guys
1: this episode is brought to you by redemption squad ministries an up-and-coming local ministry in the front range area el paso county Colorado springs area they're making big moves and it is fun to be a part of them to, to serve those guys and serve christ with those guys we had the opportunity heath and i had the opportunity um last saturday to go out on an uh, evangelism outing uh we we gave uh boxes of uh, groceries and toiletries and goodies and church info uh to a couple neighborhoods uh, went street by street uh praising god and singing and and also brought these boxes door door to door uh, because hey uh grocery prices are high and so we wanted to bless these uh these neighbors in our uh in our some of our neighborhoods and we're just happy to uh, partner within this episode and in future episodes. And by the way, if you do give to, uh, if if you're uh, inspired to give because of this episode, um, and give to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio, pretty much we're just gonna take all that offering and just bless um, Redemption Squad Ministries with that offering. Um, this, this shows, we're, we're very excited to, that they're in our city. So, um, yeah, if you feel inspired to give today, uh, if you want to, if you don't want to, it's fine too. Don't. We're um, inspired to give today. That offering is going to uh, Zach and Melissa at Redemption Squad Ministries and up and coming local ministry in the Front Range area.
0: That is correct. And we are, we, as like Michael said, we are proud to sponsor with uh, them and just to, to add just a little bit of information to what Michael already shared with you. We actually passed out 126 provision boxes this last Saturday. Thank you um, for the details. Yes. Yeah, Thank and, you. and we are going to be partnering with them again in November Uh, on Saturday, November 5th, they are going to be doing Thanksgiving themed provision boxes. And so again, we're going to be excited to participate with them and just go out and you uh, Share the word and to just bless people with these provision boxes and um, look forward to meeting some amazing people. All right. With all that being said, let's jump into today's topic. Um, we again are talking about evangelism today, and so um, why don't uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off with that, Michael?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to do a little quick uh, football shuffle over to uh Ethan right now because Ethan, you're gonna start us off uh give us uh, uh that solid definition you have of evangelism and I'd also like to hear of any uh uh personal experience you have with evangelism uh what you got there, bud
2: Yeah, so uh the the definition for, the gift of evangelism is all Christians are called to evangelize and reach out to the lost with the gospel. Um, but some are given an, ex- an extra measure of faith and uh, effectiveness in this area. The spiritual gift of evangelism is found in Ephesians 4.11-12 where Paul says that Jesus gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the, the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. The Greek word for evangelists is which means one who brings good news. This word is only found two other places in the New Testimony Testament in Acts 21.8 and 2 Timothy 4, 5. Evangelists are given a unique ability by the Holy Spirit to clearly and effectively communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ to others. They are burdened in their hearts for the lost and, and will go out of their way to share the truth uh, w- with them evangelists are able to overcome the normal fear of rejection and uh, engage non-believers in mean meaningful conversations about Jesus their gifts uh, their gifts allow them to communicate with any types of people and therefore they receive a greater response to the message of salvation through Jesus Christ. They continually seek out relationships with those who do not know Jesus and are open to the leading of the Holy Spirit to approach different people. They love giving uh, free treasure away for Jesus. Uh, and Second uh, Corinthians 4, four 7, and, and it brings them great joy knowing that the... Feet that brings good news are beautiful, in though to those who believe, which is in Isaiah fifty two seven, and uh, an experience I had of evangelism, um, I'm actually going to give a testimony about that. And so, um, I I came to Christ in uh, 2016 while attending church services uh, on an Easter weekend. I told uh, my dad that. I needed to speak to the the uh, the worship pastor there. His name was Joel, and so Joel and me were I Joel and I uh, discussed my desire and readiness for salvation. Uh, Joel helped lead me through the process of accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I was saved. Um, and so I was water baptized with my dad on Easter on Easter Sunday of last year um, at Radiant Church's uh central campus by Pastor uh Tommy Dunn um and my my co-host Michael um afterwards uh af- a few weeks after gave me uh through my dad gave me a word that I was going to be a new generation pastor. Um and uh in the summer of last year I attended youth group and youth camp, and while there, I re- I was baptized in the Spirit and began speaking in tongues as I was praying over my uh, fellow camp mates, um, and I re- received my commission and uh, mi- of, for ministry and missions work at a uh, youth group that summer, and then I returned from youth camp with a heavily anointed in a holy fire for jesus um and and uh and an experience of a healing that i had was um god gave has given me a heart of love and of evangelism and so my dad um he he serves up in the media booth so he's up high and he can so pretty much he can see anyone in at north campus um and so one of our friends um at the end of the service uh our lead pastor pastor todd asked if anyone uh who uh who needed healing uh to raise their hand and so she raised her hand Uh, dad saw me and he he commissioned me to go and pray for her um and i did so um Quickly, and so I prayed over her, and she she later found she was later told by God that the problem with what her sickness was the water that she was drinking, and so she stopped doing that, and she is uh she was healed um from that. So uh, and uh, I'm actually gonna pass it back to uh,
1: Michael. Cool man. Hey, I know you. <clears throat> shared that testimony over at your show Waymaker Ministries um but that's awesome that you shared that again um I really love that testimony I love how uh uh your dad uh saw a friend in need uh she's like in invisible pain and uh and he couldn't leave the uh the the disc jockey booth the DJ booth <laughs> no he can't leave his post he can't leave his post uh up in the sound booth in church and, and you, you just responded like, like, man, it reminds me of scripture, like, you know, children, honor your parents, children, obey your parents, you know, cause it's, it's right in the sight of God and you're going to get a lot of years, uh, added to your life and you're gonna have a long life and it'll go well with you as the Exodus says, I believe. So well, anyway, uh, I love that testimony. Um, um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that, um, Actually, really Heath, quick so, before, before you move on, yeah. really
0: quick. I just want to mention that in that testimony, the thing that Ethan didn't mention was that I had actually been prompted by the Holy Spirit to pray for her. And because yeah. I couldn't leave, that is why I commissioned Ethan to do that. I think that's a very um a very important point in that testimony that um, it was something that I was called to do, but couldn't leave my post at uh, in the media booth to do. And so I had to commission somebody else to follow through with that. Um, and, and there is, you know, biblical presidents there for that, but, you know, Ethan followed through with my word, just as you said, and, you know, honored, honored my request as his father and went and did it. And so,
1: yeah, yeah. anyway, go ahead. But the reason I, I and just to add uh, what you, you okay. Some may ask, oh, you guys are talking about evangelism. Why are you guys just talking about healing again? Okay, there's biblical precedent also for this too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you go to Acts eight, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna go to verse six here. Now let's start at verse five. This is a uh, Philip's introduction as he goes down to Samara- Samaria. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. Okay. He's proclaiming Christ there. He's evangelizing there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. So they're drawn to what he said. Also with shrieks, with shrieks, evil spirits came out of many. So at the preaching of the word, uh, there's deliverance. Uh, Many paralytics and cripples Cripples were healed. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I lost my spot. Many paralytics and cripples were healed, so there was great joy. So, so there, there's deliverance. There's people healed, and there was great joy in that city. So, if you're seeing a manifestation of uh, of evangelism at work, you are going to engage with miracles. Um, in fact, I'm one who is one to believe. Uh, that at evangelism signs wonders miracles follow uh and some of you said and i agree that you can't preach the gospel if some of that stuff isn't happening not saying you're as powerful as philip in the bible and acts but but there's there's um powerful stuff happening in the moment and we're to operate with it uh but he yeah i just wanted to bring precedent to why we just started talking about a healing again
0: well and i think that's great um you know actually i think that everything and i think ethan alluded to it very briefly um in his description of evangelism about the great commission you know matthew 28 16 through 20 tells us um, that, that we're to go out and, and to spread the spread the gospel and to you know make disciples wherever we go and you know in that um, you know there's something else that Ethan gave us today in this episode already and that was his testimony and so mm-hmm. one of the one of the most powerful ways that we can witness to somebody and I know we've talked about this on other episodes I know I think we even talked about it on on the Waymaker show last week as well that evangelism is such a key component um to, to to carrying out the great commission but the best way that we can do that and probably the simplest way is through our testimony by sharing um a common story a, a sharing you know how we went through a struggle or how we went through a hard time and mm-hmm. and those things shaped us and formed us and then it turned around and brought us to uh, brought us to the throne and brought us to the foot of Jesus to where we could then get to the point you know, to to accept him as our Savior and to to be baptized and to be reborn and to be forgiven for all that stuff. Um, yeah. And 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 so our testimony is one of the most powerful things that we have um, in the Great Commission to spread the gospel. Um, you know, and, and that really further brings about belief. You know, the Acts 1-8 says, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witness in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So um again jesus is saying here that um you know the holy spirit can can work through us when we're sharing that and and help um an unbeliever you know actually see that you know we've been through something similar and that you know here we are and we're in a better place now because we're 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 following jesus and so yeah, th- this whole, um, topic is, is an incredible one that we could probably talk about for hours and hours. So we're gonna do our best to kind of contain it for you. Um yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I, let's just, I'll just ask you this then, Heath, um, what on our, on our outing with, uh, Redemption Squad Ministries, <clears throat> cause that was probably our, both of our most recent outing, uh, bringing, um uh hopefully, a solution for uh, an applicable need with those um those boxes of goods and also just you know, handing those off and and uh, speaking with people at their front door. Um, what what was awesome what what really stuck out for you on that day uh, this last Saturday?
0: well i I know that when we finished, um we all gathered together as a group and we talked about testimonies throughout the day and I know there were a couple of powerful ones. I know that, um, one of the first things that that happened is we got together as a group uh, when we met at the church. Um, we took communion together to prepare to um, basically, you know, make sure we were right with the Holy Spirit before we went out and encountered whatever we were going to encounter on the streets. And and then the second thing that I, I wanted to make sure we mentioned that we went out in pairs of two. So Mm -hmm. just as Jesus sent out the disciples in pairs of two, um, we did that as well. And so one of us carried the provision box. The other person would knock on the door and and speak. And, you know, the first couple houses we went to, there weren't people there, but we went ahead and left the boxes anyway, just to bless that house. Um, We came to the next house and there was a young couple there. Um, you know, they were going through a lot of, a lot of things, um, according to the, to the gal that we talked to, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. Um, but, um, you know, she, she just had this sense of, you know, just, um, heavy weighed down and, and, and really buried in the stuff that was going on in her life. And, and there was just, a a, a sadness about her. And so, you know, we brought the box, which she graciously accepted and, um, we offered to pray for, her, and we did, And then before we went to go walk away, I just felt this, this urge to like, Hey, do you need a hug? And she took me up on that. And again, in that moment, her, you know, she teared up some more and just kind of melted into the hug a little bit, just to know that, you know, there were people out there that cared. There were people that were willing to give up their time to come talk to them at their house Mm -hmm. and to bless them in a way, you know, with these provisions. Um, we had the opportunity to talk to a, a, an older saint um, who uh, Miss Vera, who had been in that neighborhood since 1944. Um, and, you know, we really felt talking to her that there was, um, you know, a, a kindred spirit there, you know, so obviously someone who was, who was familiar, who was walking her path um, in, in her salvation and, um, you know, I could just tell there was a great testimony to, to her. Um, but just my life was so enriched in just the I don't know, five, 10 minutes, we stood there talking to her, and just hearing the the few things she shared with us, you know, she originally wasn't going to take the box, because she felt that, you know, it could be better used somewhere else. And we were like, No, this box was specifically for you. And we want to bless you with it. And she wound up, um, you know, receiving the box and, you know, thanked us and moved on, you know, there was a couple other testimonies there of um, you know, a young girl who was sitting outside and, and pastor Kelly and a couple others went up and started talking to her and and found out that, you know, she'd been, um, you know, wanting to, she'd been bugging her family to take her to church. Um, and so they had an opportunity to talk with that family and, and invited them to church. We had another gal that, um, was completely broken, completely destitute. You know, they're looking at potentially losing their house and, and other things going on. And, um, it's interesting in her testimony that she actually had um, been approached the prior week by somebody at work about Jesus. And then here we show up, you know, a few days later um, bringing this provision box and talking to her Um, long story short there, she winds up uh, receiving prayer there and, you know, just breaks down in this incredible way um, and has this desire to want to come to church. And, and so um, Zach uh, from Redemption Squad actually offered to bring her up to church. Um, she came Sunday for both services and, um, actually was saved, uh, this yeah. weekend at church. And, and so, you know, there, there, and there's several more stories like that where just people were, um, you know, not willing to immediately be blessed with the provision box. You know, they were reluctant to take it, but once we talked to them a little bit more, they're like, okay, yeah, we, you know, we could actually really use this stuff and wound up taking it. And, and just other stories of, you know, people, people needing more in their life, realizing that, you know, when you're broken and and downtrodden and, you know, you've got everything in life weighing on you, um, that it just takes a simple act of kindness. Um, You know, I know we were talking before the show that, you know, evangelism is one of those things that, you don't have to have a special group to do. You don't have to have a, a podcast to do. Um, you know, you can do it when you're out in the grocery store. Pastor Kelly is constantly telling us how many, how many people she talked to during the week. You know, she just ran up, wound up in conversation with the grocery store and wound up talking to them about, uh, you know, Radiant and and things going on in their lives. Um, you know, you can, you can do it at the the drive through at you know, Carl's Jr. or Wendy's or wherever you're at. Um, you know, just take a moment and bless somebody with a with a quick prayer or a quick, you know, hey, you're valued. Uh, it's it's incredible. The number of testimonies actually, as we were talking um, in, in prayer group before uh, we rehearsed um, Sunday morning, every Sunday at church, we have a rehearsal and then we do the two services as part of the worship team and the media booth, and so we always gathered together before prayer, and so we had a chance to share testimonies again, Pastor Kelly and I, and there were so many testimonies about people just needing to know that they had value, that they were worth something, that they, um, you know, they were important in life, and that, you know, their presence made a difference, um, and, and and it's it's incredible just to see the, the spark in someone's eye or the lights come on. Um, when you say, Hey, you're important, you know, Hey, Jesus loves you. Hey, you have value, you have meaning. Um, and so this whole weekend, you know, this was my first time, uh, being out in street ministry. Um, and so I can honestly tell you, this is an experience I will never forget, uh, as long as I live. Um, and, and I'm anxious to go back out with redemption squad and, and do this again in November and December, um, just so that, um, you know, you find that when you're doing this, not only are you feeding, you know, feeding someone else with your testimony, but your faith is being built as well. And I think that's an amazing byproduct of evangelism. What do you think, Michael?
1: Yeah, I was thinking of when you're uh, sharing those testimonies again, um, <clears throat> I was going to ask you, what was the point in the conversation where you would say, uh, maybe it's not a pattern or anything but what was the point in these conversations where we were uh talking with this individual or uh, i don't know like giving them the box or, or where you watch their face like you said the sparkle and the twinkle but but they something else happened can you describe what happened can you describe like uh what i'll i'll say it like this when evangelism and 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 maybe even a little bit of a aha moment or an awakening kind of kind of touch them. What 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 did that look like?
0: Well, it's interesting because you know I did mention that little sparkle and glimmer in their eye, but the the their whole attitude shifts, their whole demeanor yeah. shifts. You know, I was thinking about as you were asking that question that you know the first gal that we actually talked to that I gave that hug to. Um, you know, right. when she answered the door um you know we immediately tried to make a connection you know through their dog and and through them and you know we we let everybody know hey we're with Redemption Squad Ministries and Outreach of Radiant Church and um you know we just let them know that hey we're just bringing this to you where there's no string attached there's no cost there's no nothing we're just bringing this box because hey we care and we recognize that times are tough and you know just from that moment she opened the door and she you could just tell there was all this weight and this baggage and all this stuff weighing down on her and really by the time that we left, you know, and, and she teared up multiple times during that encounter um, from the moment that we were like, Hey, can we pray for you? You know, we gave her the box and and she was kind of teary there. And we said, Hey, can we pray for you? And, you know, what needs do you have? And, and Michael was praying for her and She, she teared up then. And, and, and she did it again when I gave her that hug and just seeing how her whole body shifted with that and, and recognizing that, okay, Hey, things, things in this particular moment are gonna be okay. Um, it may not be something that, you know, um, is, is gonna, you know, it's gonna be okay tomorrow, or whatever. But in that moment, to see the look on her face, to realize that, okay, for this moment, we are, um, we're gonna be okay. And there, there is somebody out there that cares about us. Um, you know, we, we provided information about, you know, Radiant, we provided information about you know how you can get prayer, how you can you know reach out to um to just get more to kind of feel belonging, feel part of a community. And and so, again, that 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 sparkle in their eye when they first recognize it to that whole weightiness kind of lifting off when they're like, okay, there is there is somebody out there that cares and not. Not everybody on the planet is just a horrible human being because I know sometimes we get caught up in those thoughts where you know we just have a bad day and you don't you don't feel like there's anybody that that cares or that you matter in any kind of way and so just seeing that look on their faces and and even with Vera's face you know she was very adamant about the fact she was fine you know that she didn't need the box and that you know she um she was okay and that moment when it kind of clicked with her that we could bless her life. And the realization on her face that, hey, you know what, if there's stuff in here I don't need, I know people that then I can turn around and bless. And so Mm -hmm. she can then be a blessing to someone else. And I think that was a great realization, too, because I saw that look on her face and I was like, there it is. That's the magic moment where not only can she receive a blessing but then she can turn around and be a blessing to someone else and so again another great amazing unintended byproduct sometimes of evangelism is that you could turn around and bless someone else um mm-hmm. you know and I, and I think that every moment in my life where I've been evangelized to it there wasn't an immediate turnaround where I was a blessing to someone else right afterwards but I know down the road that is a byproduct um yeah. so I just wanted to clarify my my
1: verbiage there hey Ethan what do you think man are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Um,
2: yeah, I think it's an amazing, a really amazing thing. I know I wasn't there, but like hearing you guys talking about how you guys uh, walked along and wa- walked from door to door, and you you gave these bo- uh, provision boxes to people, and you were able to pray for them, and you were able to to, uh, to just be a blessing to them, um, and so. Um, and if they didn't need something in the box, they could be a blessing to someone else. I think that's a, an amazing, uh, really amazing thing.
1: Um, and so, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Well, Heath, how much time do we have left?
0: Um, we still got about, uh, I don't know, looks like 10 minutes or so.
1: All right. You want to see if I can run through this and have you guys involved? <laughs> yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's go
0: for it. Let's go for it. Let's see what we got.
1: All right, so let's revisit Acts 8 just uh, to kind of um, show some more little insights on some evangelism. Um, we did just read Acts 8, 4 through 8. So we're going to move on to um, Acts 8, 26 to 40. Now, an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So have you guys ever gotten a direct instruction? We kind of gave that in the beginning, didn't we Of direct instruction that resulted in um, healing, right? That was, that was your guys' testimony at the front end. Um, So sometimes we get direct instruction for direct uh, and divine appointments. And that's a lot of my experience. Um, not just with evangelism, but maybe even giving someone a prophetic word is there's a whole there's a whole backstory to how a divine appointment even happens. Um, so he started out on his way, this is verse twenty seven. So he started out on his way. He met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, so. He meets someone, even with a right heart. He's going down to worship in Jerusalem from Ethiopia, Ethiopia, and uh, he's a an official. Thank you, thank you. He's an official in um in this government for Candace of the Candace of the Ethiopians. Um, this man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and in verse twenty-eight on the, his way home, was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. Not only is he going down to worship, he's reading the Bible. So his heart is, he's, a, he's seeking hard. Right. The Spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. So not only did he get an angel of the Lord showing up and telling him to um, go down this road, this desert road, down to Gaza, but now he's now he's meeting up with this person and gets instruction to run to meet this person. Then Philip ran up the to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Okay. So when we were evangelizing Heath, we noticed where people were reading, if you will. We noticed. <laughs> What they were saying to us in response, we know we heard where they were coming from, right. Um, I think a lot of that was an act of God because normally when you talk to someone new, there's an absorption rate. Sometimes people may have an annoying tick or they might um, I don't know sneeze disgustingly and it really throws you off. but there was none of that happening like right. we connected with these people immediately, and that's what happens with Philip here. Um, yes. Okay. Sorry, just looking at my notes here. That's all right. Uh, so Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the main reading, Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading? That's what we were doing yesterday. We, 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 uh, or yesterday, sorry, Saturday. We, we had an opportunity to ask people, is there anything like is there any questions you have? Right. Um, and some did. Uh, some wondered what the heck we were doing there. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, so, so this Ethiopian eunuch says, how can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. So Philip was going to provide... Um, an answer to a mystery that this guy's having an issue with. And this guy's excited about it. And he puts him in his chariot. He's like, yeah, come up here and take a seat. So you don't have to run outside there. So now they're, now they're bonding over, uh, over the Bible or the scriptures. Thank you, Keith. Um, the scripture was, he was led like a sheep to the slaughter as a, and as a lamb before a sure silent. So he did not open his mouth and his Humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. And they traveled along the road. They came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look here, here's water. Why shouldn't Why shouldn't I be baptized? And he ordered the chariot to stop. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Azotus, I believe, is about 70-ish miles Um, from where he previously was in the water so i wanted to run by that real quick because we see an angel the lord sends him um he gets specific instructions it's a divine appointment that is probably going to change candace's court's future okay um The eunuch was searching in the scriptures. He had a good heart. He went down the, down to Jerusalem to worship. He's reading the Bible. He's reading Isaiah. And he's searching, and he cannot he, – he's, he's having issues with um, understanding a mystery about a prophecy. Um, Phil served – so Philip served where the person was at, and that's what our boxes were, is we were serving an actual need, even though we kind of um, – Oh, sometimes we shrug off. Ah, I can make it until the next uh, pay cycle. Right. Uh, for groceries. I don't need to go uh, replenish. And lo and behold, here comes someone saying they're from somewhere and they have a box of groceries and they they're just seeing how you're doing. And it like touches you. Um, also, I wanted to point out in verse 39, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Here's a time and place in the Bible where at water baptism, the believers also baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I want to get that in there right. because because there was so much power in the Holy Spirit. Philip got taken miles and miles away, and this guy, all he could do was rejoice, even though his newfound friend disappeared. <laughs> Right. All he could do is rejoice. He had just found salvation. He had just understood the mystery in Isaiah and been baptized and was a believer. And his life uh, was full and 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 was being fulfilled in that moment. All right. That was my breakdown. That's That's what you
0: got. All right. Well, I know, like we said earlier in the show, we could probably talk about this for another 40-minute episode. Might need Uh, a part two, Heath. Yeah, we might need a part two (laughs) on this. Um, But we are about out of time here, so I just want to uh, thank everybody uh, for tuning in today. Um, Any final thoughts really quick, guys, before we go through the closing housekeeping?
1: No, Ethan, I want to hear a final thought from you, bro. Um...
2: this, uh, this topic is a really important one because we're, we can all evangelize. We, we're all called to. We're all called to go out into the streets and go out and, and disciple people and to, and to give the gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, and we're, to go out into, into the streets, and the byways, and the highways, and, and call out to people, and, 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 and talk with them, and discuss the, the life-changing name of Jesus Christ, and to, to guide them to that, and, uh, I just, I think it's a really powerful message that we have, uh, given to, our watchers today
1: good thank you All right. That's awesome. i i am thankful for this episode too um I'm, just, I'm glad to be on with you guys um uh i'm heath you want to pray or i want to pray
0: actually we are literally seconds away from running out of time so if you can so give right a short, now i release
1: i release the spirit of evangelism over everyone listening. And uh, also I release in Jesus name, divine appointments that we could be someone's aid. If we could be a mini Jesus for someone in Jesus name. Amen. Yes. Amen. All right. That is another episode of episode (laughs) episode
0: of Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Check out the website. Check out podcasts. By the way, podcasts are coming within the next probably week and a half to two weeks so stay tuned to the website and the facebook page for that Um, remember all donations from this episode are going directly to um redemption squad ministries um thank you again for joining us everybody have a great week and be blessed see ya
1: to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.